Ah, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast for the people, by some people, with your hosts Thorn and Fist. Noggin Fogger Elixir present Real Esrothian Heroes. Real Esrothian Heroes. Today we salute you, Mr. I'll Just Keep It a Little Longer. Mr. I'll Just Keep It a Little Longer. WoW has always been tweaked when Blizzard needed to make changes to gear and gear slots, leaving some things obsolete. Strength Rifle. It makes sense to do away with those things when they are no longer in the game. And most of us don't even think about most of them. Until we check our bank. Engineer Crafted Arrows! Your inventory seems less like that of an adventurer who has slain Deathwing and replaced Hellscream, and more like a crazy hoarder buried in gray items. Don't throw away my tall controller! So crack open an ice cold noggin fogger elixir, you bank overflowing, void storage growing, never throwing anything out, purveyor of grays. It might be worth something to someone. Ooh, Mr. I'll just keep it a little longer. Welcome, ballers. I'm Thorn. And I'm Fist. And if you're finding yourself suddenly introspective about your in-game bag space, it's because the brilliantly produced segment you've just heard is a classic created by our guest today, Cliff Haddocks, a.k.a. Revan Geek. Welcome to the show, Rev. It is it is wonderful to be here. Here's to you, lagging balls crew. <laughs> so excellent. nice to be here. <laughs> we're gonna, we're I gonna haven't said that, that in so long. My goodness. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like you never stopped. Oh well, you know the, the the old skills they don't go away. You still got them. It's like a bike. I I I get asked constantly where the segment is. You know, I mean, it was on the instance for so long. But I took a I took a I took a wow break, and when I took a wow break, I kind of felt weird making segments about a game I wasn't playing. So when when the next expansion comes, I will most likely resubmit or resubscribe, and then as I see the things that I want to make fun of, it will come back. <gasps> it will come back when when I see the things that need to be made fun of because that was that was where it all came from was just sure. finding fi- I would notice things and I would just kind of make fun of them in my head and I was trying to find out how could I make fun of this you know, in a regular way and I just kind of I had stumbled onto podcasting um, a little while earlier and I have a, broad, a broadcasting background and still had the skills for that and had a lot of the tools for it and the first time that I heard the instance and heard that there were listener submissions at the end I was like wow I could do one of those what am I going to do and I started thinking and, and all these people were these experts in the game that were talking about aspects of the game that were that they knew about and I was sure. still very very new to the game and very much you know a, a student more than I was a teacher but I noticed stuff that was funny and I noticed things that made me laugh and I noticed things that were that made me mad in the game and I wanted a place <laughs> to vent about those things. So I kind of started thinking, well, what could I do? What could I do? And I used to always do commercial parodies and, and parody songs and all that stuff back in my radio days. And I had locked away that the intro bed that you hear for 
the real Azrothian heroes, which is the 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 music from the the, the ad. I yeah. actually recorded myself probably at least over ten years ago. For really? uh, for it, it, I recorded it ten years ago for something that was not at all WoW related. I was in seminary at the time, and I was making fun of something that happened on seminary, and it was going to be a one-time gag for some friends to hear because I just was bored. So I got up, I got out my my uh, my track recorder, I got out my piano, I got out a drum machine, and so I recorded the music bed for this thing to make fun of something that happened on campus. That's amazing. But when I started thinking about how could I do this segment for the instance, I was like, wait a minute. I've still got that music bed. And so I went through and I got out my track recorder. It was still in there. And so I started playing around and it all started falling together. And I can't remember what the first one was. I can't remember what number one is. I remember number two is a trade chat troll, Mr. Trade Chat Troll. <laughs> and that that one came along that, that one came along pretty easy um every week like i would notice something that somebody would do that i'm like i like thank you thank you i can <laughs> i can make fun you know like, like most of them either came out of my own stupidity something i did wrong that i would make fun of what i had done or out of a frustration of being in that random group with somebody that just was a jerk, like um, Mister oh, I've sure. got Mister I've got health for days, or I've got mana for days, <laughs> who just dives into the fray like, okay, I guess we're all going to die now, yep. um, you know, but uh, or just other observations, like when everybody was playing Hearthstone, you know, and and there were those of us that couldn't get in, and just that that languishing to be in a game we couldn't get in. Same thing with Heroes, and and when I took a Heroes extended Heroes break, I actually did a segment about, oh, where have you been, kind of thing, you know. So, <laughs> I, just different things to make fun of, and it was it was a neat little way that it was a package around which I would work and, and, and like, okay, I've got to have this punchline here and this punch. And this is where I'll sing about this. And it just, it just, it, the formula worked and people have always liked it. And, um, it's had, Oh gosh, I think the only person who's done it, but me, I think feisty did it. We did one year for Johnny April feisty? fool's day. Yeah. For April fool's day, we all swapped segments one year. Whoa. Like oh, everybody, awesome. everybody did each other's segments. Um, I did the, I did the, uh, uh, what is it? The, uh, the overly dramatic news. Oh, and nice. I think, and, I, and I, yeah, for that, that Hunts the Wind did. And I think, yeah, and Johnny Feisty did mine. That's excellent. Uh, and, and it was really, it was really kind of cool. We didn't tell anybody. It's just like on the April Fool's Day, <laughs> all the segments were being done by someone else, and we had a lot of fun with it. So that's uh, excellent. We're gonna have yeah. to dig those out. I gotta yeah. get those. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere back there in, in the archives is is oh, well, I think my what was my what it, I can't remember what the overly dramatic news I did was. I think it, I actually got my wife to help me with it. It's one of the few times she's actually tolerated podcasting. <laughs> so. Uh, no, she tolerates it just fine, it, and she's actually been on our show a few times. The, the, oh yeah, I remembered it better. Yeah, she's been on once in a while. So um, that's excellent. But, what a good sport. Oh, oh yeah, she's great. Well, you know, if I give her something that she's interested in or, or something that she can talk about, you know, then then it'll it'll go it'll go fine. Uh, in fact, what I had her do, I guess, is we're as we're transitioning into the other show I do, um, uh, the I remembered it, I remembered it better, which is our podcast experiment in geek nostalgia. 
which is which is excellent, by the way. Yeah, we love it. Thank you, thank you. I, I I'm glad you do. I don't know if the the judges at the parsecs didn't love it quite enough. Uh, <laughs> we, we 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 did not bring the parsec home, but we we uh, uh, we we were there and we were a finalist. And uh, hats off to one new message, the people that won the the uh, parsec in our category. Um, the, the the joke of that was a lot of people that won awards didn't show up to pick them up. Like, oh wow! It was it was it. Well, I mean, they submit from all over America. They're not all going to show up to Dragon Con. This is true. Um, some of them sent video uh, acceptance speeches. Some oh, of them nice. sent some of them sent nothing, um, and it was just kind of that awkward. Well, we accept this on their behalf. So we were in the minority of people that actually showed up for the ceremony. So we're just going to simply refer to ourselves as the podcast award attending. Uh, podcast. Uh, you should just accept it on behalf of everybody else. Yeah. I, I, I should just run up to the stage and say, "I'll take it." If they're not here, I'll take it. I'll take it and take it home with me. And then get a uh, nice, uh, a nice photo of you with a handful of awards, like the old Michael Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Get them all. I'll, I'll take them all. I'll take them all. <laughs> um, and I can't think of how I wrap it hold into this part of the conversation. <laughs> right. So one. So let me take a step back, just one moment okay. here. So for everybody who may not be familiar. Uh, so Revan Geek um, has been he- referring here to the podcast segments that he's been producing since May of 2011 on the mm-hmm. instance on Convert to Raid. Uh, anywhere else? Uh, well, the Convert to Raid, yeah, the Convert to Raid was the Raising a Raider. That was a little bit different segment right. that I did, and that's the one I used to do with my daughter when she could barely speak. You know, and she would Adorable. say little cute <laughs> things, and she would do it. Uh, now she, now she's very eloquent, and just she doesn't have time for it. Like uh, there got to a point where uh, she just simply refused to talk in the microphone. So that kind of came right. on an end. So <laughs> She'll come back around. So, well, I got my son now. So if my son gets older, I'll start to, to do that. Because now, now we have the DPS and the healer. So no, we have, <laughs> we're expanding the party. Um, yeah. And uh, and I've done a few other just segments, like one-offs for various shows, just you know to, to try to get in with them. And they've been played. But uh, Real Azerothian Heroes is the one that really you know had the legs and really went the long distance um uh, i've done the uh the musical parody ones that are that that was always fun the christmas specials are always fun i have i this was the past year was the first year i didn't do a christmas special and it really bothered me but you know, i had a fresh baby so it really wasn't time um fresh baby. Have, you, fresh fresh baby. have you did you ever hear the uh any of the christmas songs we did I know what sure. I'm talking about. You know what? I probably have because I yeah. I've been listening to the instance since actually probably before you started submitting. Okay, so um, all so the Christmas songs that had everybody in them, I produced those. Oh, the okay. ones where the ones where I I would record a track and I would write a song and I would I'd basically throw out a casting call. Anybody that wants to sing, send me a track. And, I, and then I would layer them and layer them and layer them. Um, and I had uh, sometimes I, I had people specifically, you know, I would ask to do certain ones like Pat Crane. If I need a goblin voice, I'm going to Pat Crane. He's oh, the best yeah, goblin yeah. you'll ever hear. Um, so I, we did um, the 12 days of Christmas uh, of, of the, with, with Blizzard. And it was back when we were all just trying to get in beta access for Mists of Pandaria. <laughs> um, we had um, simply having a wonderful winter veil. Um, somebody. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering them all. Oh, but we did. Love there. Well, we did a number of them, and then uh, I also did the f- f- 500th episode for TMS. I did uh, uh, 
uh, 500 shows song with all the producers of that. So, I mean, those, nice. I, those, I haven't done a music one in a while and I'm kind of missing that. I just kind of realized that I haven't done a music one. Maybe about time. Maybe this year for Christmas. Hopefully I'll get, get, I'll get the band back together for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you could get us anything for Christmas, it would be that. <laughs> World peace and a parody song. You know, yeah. one to get the other. If you can't, if you get enough one, we'll have the other. So, in, in whatever order you choose. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, but yeah, I mean, the segments are what got me thinking about wanting to do a full show. You know, a, a show of my own. And uh, I know you're a good 108 episodes. Anyways. 108 episodes Excellent. deep. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But it it took a while to get there. It took a long time to get there. From coming up with a concept, um, knowing that it could have the legs to go that long, and then wh- how was the show going to flow? Who was going to be on it? How were we going to shape it? Um, and it's evolved over time. There's segments we used to do we don't do anymore. There's new segments we've come up with. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it started because Pat Crane originally wanted to do a show with me that never we, we never got it to click quite right um and uh it was kind of a making fun of just random things on the web and we recorded a pilot and we kind of liked it but there was just something we just did, couldn't get it he had a bunch of other shows he was working on and he he asked me if i had any ideas for a show i said well i've got this thing i'm chewing on and when i told him the concept he's like well I've got room on the network. I mean, a podcast network, it's not like there's a lot of space. You know, just throw it on. It's in there. It's not like, it's not like oh, we have a limited amount of space on the network. Um, but he's like, he's like, I'll put it in the feed. Just record me an episode and, and let me see what you think, what, what, what I think of it. And uh, the whole part, the whole concept is when you get a bunch of geeks together, you start talking about old stuff you remember. Yeah. And you always remember it better than it actually was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's what the whole the whole title is. I remember it's I remembered it better, you know, the way that you <laughs> you remembered it being better than it actually is, which is the truth. Nostalgia is a cruel, cruel mistress that unfortunately too many people fall into the trap of thinking that oh, it was so much better before all this happened. It was so much better before that. Yeah, it was so much better before you had to pay taxes. That's really what it was. <laughs> Don't think that it was that much better back then. Um, you know, because we, we yeah, it drives me crazy. There's no good new music. I'm like, we had crap when we were kids, too. Don't even act. <laughs> You know, that, don't even that concept act. could be applied to WoW players as well. Very because... much so. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, it was Absolutely. a lot better last week, last month. Yeah. In oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the people, the people that, that long for vanilla, um, then they need to just start using uh, the summoning stones for every dungeon they want to do. Yeah. They need to sit outside that dungeon, calling out in general chat for an hour <laughs> to find people that are willing to run that dungeon. One dungeon. Uh, yep. Yes, and they can only use people on their server. You know, they can't. You know, they can't use cross server. Uh, and let's see. Oh, they need that. They need to uh, feed their pets. Um, <laughs> the hunters need to roll on all the intelligence gear. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, to... people forget how good we have it now. You know, I mean, yeah, I haven't played for a while, but I I know every quality of life improvement we got. And, you know, 
the the pining for the days of vanilla and 40 person raids being this thing where one person screws up and then everybody hates that one person (laughs) you can have it you can have it i don't need it i don't need it at all my life functions just fine without it (laughs) so uh when you first started the i remember it better podcast uh Mm -hmm. who did you start it with who was your original co-host the original the original co-hosts were uh it was always going to be my friend ryan in slot number two ryan also is my best friend in the world um from when i was a pastor in atlanta and got to know him there. He's who got me to my first Dragon Con. Uh, you know, he, nice. we, we used to play uh, tabletop role-playing games. I played Star Wars RPG. I played Dungeons and Dragons with him. I've played uh, Cthulhu. Um, you know, we played video games together. Aww, we played WoW together. We, I mean, he's he is my nerd brother in arms. He is my other brother. You know, I, I've got I, nothing wrong with my real brother. He's he's a good guy. I love my brother to death. <laughs> but Ryan is my other brother. And um, your brother from other, another mother. My brother from another mother. And the other was Brian Kidd, who was one of my best friends in college, and very nerdy and very knowledgeable about geek stuff. Oh, uh, and also. Also, a bit of a curmudgeon in terms of geek stuff. Like, perfect. Had his ideas about what things were good and were not, and was willing to disagree at very loud volume, even with the other two people on the podcast. I Which find curmudgeons times, are, are very, uh, they're like the, the best flavor for podcasts <laughs> in contrast they are, with people. But when you're steering the podcast and the kids in the back start to fight, you're like, okay, do I need to pull the podcast over and stop before this really gets out of hand? That's or, it. Back to Winnipeg. And some and some of our best <laughs> moments happen because Ryan and Brian were disagreeing with each other, you know, <laughs> and, and, and ready to go at each other's throats. Um, so one of, one of the greatest moments in the history of our show, um, is I'm going to forget the episode number. I'll have to check it in a minute. Um, was Ryan had said he was willing to give the new RoboCop a chance. And Brian proceeded to go on a long tirade of why that was the worst thing anybody could ever want to do because it <laughs> did need to be redone and it was a horrible blah, 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 blah. So we move on to our next story after after Brian has gone on this visceral cursing you know, rant about how awful RoboCop is. Now... You have to know a little piece of information going into what happens next. Um, Brian had gotten a divorce and was living with his mother while everything, the dust all kind of cleared. And as we're doing the segment, we hear Brian trying to cover his microphone, but still very clearly as Brian and I are talking, <laughs> I know where this is saying, going. saying, Mom, I'm recording the show right now. <laughs> And it brings everything to a screeching halt. I tried to keep talking. <laughs> I really did. But then I just heard Ryan go, huh. And at that point, I fall apart. <laughs> Ryan falls apart. And Brian says, if you put this in the show, I'll kill you both. Oh, perfect. Um, so absolutely. So it, it totally went in the show. Of course. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, but again, that dynamic that worked so well between us allowed for us to even poke fun. I mean, Brian was such a good sport about himself. He could poke fun at the fact that he literally was that nerd living in his mother's basement, you know, and was willing to, to, to go that joke. Um, now, he eventually got, got remarried, and when he got remarried, he got a promotion at work, 
and he had to step down from the show. Uh, he just didn't he didn't have the yeah. time for it. So we rotated hosts for a while. We had a, a number of people who were friends of the show who came in for like one episode here. Uh, Bruce Leslie, who does the Heroes and Villains podcast, came on. Cool. Um, Kathy Hopkins, who does the Anxiety Party, came on. Um, had an, uh, a couple of others from various uh, shows that we knew both with on our network and other networks. And then finally, uh, I asked Jules from the Torrent Think Tank to, if she wanted to come on because she'd been on a Christmas episode like in our first first year and had been very funny. And she did the show and it was really funny and we flowed and we bounced off each other well. And then she did a guest again. And then I kind of pulled Ryan aside uh, one night uh, while we were doing something else and I'm on, we're playing a game online or something. I'm like, you think we should just ask Jules if she'll just do it? He's like, yeah. So we did. And she said, yep. And she picked up on episode 51 and has been with us. She's been on the show now longer than Brian had. So, and it's just great to work with and is hysterical and really thoughtful and gives as good as she gets in terms of going back and forth with me and Ryan, which is what you got to do. You know, you. Yeah, we, we both me and Ryan could be bulls in a china shop on certain topics, and we we need to have somebody to call us on our crap, and you know, and 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 disagree with us, and make fun of us when we need it. And she does that. She does that very absolutely. Well. The chemistry between the three of you is yeah. is excellent. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's 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 and it was always kind of there right from the beginning, but it really has over time, you know, developed. And we and we really do care about each other and what each other is going through yeah, like that's obvious uh, you know when one of us has a bad week let me just like okay then we won't do a show you know if one of us is in a bad place let's not force it you know or if someone needs to rotate out we'll get somebody in it's okay you know we, we're always and we're still trying to get that magical live show of all three of us together and we haven't <laughs> we haven't quite had that you know we're, we're still hoping to make it to a nerdtacular or make it to a meetup and all of us hook the mics up and do it live. Oh, that'd be um, awesome. But uh, at some point we will. Uh, we've done it with me and Ryan being in the same room and her being remotely, but we haven't done just all three of us, you know, and we want to because we know that we'll be, we will make each other laugh 10 times as much when Absolutely. we can all look each other in the eyes. So. Well, I, we can't wait for that to happen. Absolutely. I hope it happens soon. Yeah, well, and, um, feel free and... to send some money to us and we'll get out to <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Uh, go ahead and donate at uh, I remember uh, it's iribetter.com is where you can yes, catch the show. Yes, there actually is a donate button on there if you want to plug it. I we haven't the made the Patreon jar. No, yeah, we have the tip jar. We have the tip jar in there. Feel free to drop a little something in it. <laughs> just the tip. Uh, just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. You naughty little girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hey. what I contribute to the show. That's what you <laughs> contribute. To. That's all right. That's all right. Everybody's got to contribute something. Exactly. Everybody to be fair, that. Reverend, we warned you. That's all. It's true. That's true. I, 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 I give as good as I get. I just may not say the most explicit word, but I can still roll. Don't you worry. Yeah, you're thinking it. Don't don't let the collar fool you. I mean, yeah. Hey, when you take that thing off and throw it, does it come back like a boomerang? Uh, no, no. But it it, it does it, it does stick in the wall if you get it to just the perfect number of rotations wow. around like a like a batarang. You just, boom. I can. Uh... I can confirm from all of the time I spent at seminary as well, which sounds like uh, a conversation we'll have to have another time, Rev. Absolutely. Be happy to have that conversation. I would not like to uh, bore the listeners to absolute tears. Me either. That's a, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wife throwing her husband under the bus for a joke. <laughs>
<laughs> would, do it again too. Exactly. Definitely not be the last. Exactly. <laughs> so Rev, um, we understand you went to Dragon Con. I did. I did. I'm fresh back from Dragon Con in Atlanta, Georgia. Went down to Hot Atlanta, as they hate to have it called, but it was. It oh, they, was, don't, they don't like that there. Huh? Um, there's certain. There's some people that don't. It's kind of like is it, there's a love it or hate it thing, you know. Sure. And uh, you know. It was definitely warm, and for the convention that sports the most cosplayers, oh, you know, you know, it it can be a little rough. Uh, so, I mean, I, one of my favorite costumes that I wear every year is I have a, a fourth Doctor, uh, the Tom Baker Doctor Who costume, nice with with the uh, with the fifteen foot scarf and oh, with no. the uh, you know the seventies coat and the seventies pants. Uh, it's a little toasty, little toasty. <laughs> I I went without I went without the sweater vest. I took at least one layer out of it this year just to try to help a little bit. And it That's dedication. It was. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. But the funny thing was, we would go into like one of the exhibit halls or into uh, a panel and my wife would get cold she'd be like give me the scarf <laughs> she would drink the scarf across her legs to keep to keep warm so um hey well that works out well yeah, it worked out fine you mentioned the you mentioned the parsec award so obviously you were there for part of that what what mm-hmm. else happened uh what are what are the highlights Oh gosh. Um, well, I, I mean, I'm one of these people that just kind of floats around, and in different years, I go to different things. There's some year I, I want to see every panel that every like big star is on. Like I went to the Firefly panel that had <gasps> Nathan. No, not not this year. In years past, that uh. had Nathan Fillion, uh, Alan, um, Marina, and wow. uh, and Jewel. So oh I mean, wow. Like my favorites on the show, and we just like so I'm, jelly. I'm like Man. I can die now. Uh, yeah, so that was that was awesome. My my favorite going to see a star story though happened the year after that. Carrie Fisher was there. Wow! Wow! And uh, and and this year, that year, we had made the mistake of taking our children. Uh, okay. So I'm in the Carrie Fisher panel, uh, and I'm holding my my infant, not above an infant, toddler age daughter. Who gets fussy and starts to cry, and I'm, and I'm like, this is worse than the movie theater, you know. I I, I got to get her <laughs> out of here, so I scoop her up and I walk. I'm walking her out to take her out of the hall, and I have to walk right by the front table. And this is a hall with thou- a, a couple thousand people in it watching Carrie Fisher speak. Oh no! And Carrie Fisher pauses, looks at me, and says, "Sorry, I made your baby cry." <laughs> and I just kind of wave and walk, and the door closes behind me. And as the door closes behind me. It occurs to me, I should have turned and said, I know, but I missed my chance with a joke and I still (laughs) kick myself. I still kick myself. Uh, But that was years past. This year, I I was a little lower on the um, seeing the big stars, but I still saw some people that was really important to me. Uh, Carol Spiney who is Oscar the Grouch and Big Bird was there. And he did a panel and I went to see it. It was on early days of Sesame Street. And I'm like, this man helped me learn to count. Yeah. You know, this that's amazing. This, this man was part of my childhood. Like I was just like I was all warm and cuddly, you know, mm-hmm. as, as he spoke and when he would do the voices and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. Oh my goodness. Um, so that's gonna that's gonna be on episode one oh nine. Oh yeah, we'll talk about I'll definitely talk about that. Um bumping into a podcast folk, uh I saw Accusod there. Uh I, I did see Hunts the Wind. Uh he nice. we bumped in with invariably hunts the wind and i always bump into each other the same place and that's the hilton game room uh (laughs) if you've never been to dragon con it's split up between five hotels 
and each one like some of the like you had the big ballrooms that have like the big presentations like carol spiney or the stars from arrow and that type of thing um but in the hilton in their basement they have the game room and the game room has tables for people to play magic tables for people to play miniatures but they That's also awesome. they also have a library of board games what and what you do is you pay five dollars and you get a stamp for the weekend and you can check them out play the game and then take it back to them and get another so if you've been like watching tabletop and you have all these games i'd like to play that five dollars it's like a library you check them out all weekend long you play them there in the room and you can leave more than say hey we got room for somebody who wants to play this game uh-huh. and people will come over um and that's yeah, that- where i bumped into him again that's always <laughs> where i bump into hunts because he's always down there gaming too so we now were that, actually there is a hotel who knows its audience yeah oh yeah well i mean the the dragon con is 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 the convention is just a amazing piece of machinery in terms of the volunteers and the planners and all those people that make it work who get the various you know, vendors to come and participate i mean it's a it's a company that sells these games that runs that library and they're yeah. happy to point you over to their vendor booth to buy any game that you liked um but uh, this year the two games i got to try out was king of tokyo which is a monster fighting game, Ooh. and uh, Pompe- a, a, a game of Pompeii, where you try to you populate the city, and then the volcano erupts, and then you screw each other over by putting the lava to wipe each other out. So <laughs> those types of games are good for us because uh, it's it's me. It was me, my wife Ryan, and his wife, and uh, we were just you know we love those games where you screw each other over. Uh, so we had a good time with that. So the game room always a highlight for us, and you know for me. Um, costuming is a huge thing. That's always my highlight. I just love to see what costumes people have come up with that are outside the box or just incredibly well done. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, I do a little bit of costuming, but I'm very lightweight in it. I'm still just getting started. Um, I made, uh, I make Death Eater robes that all four of us wear and we go to the Harry Potter ball, um, because everybody wants to be the named characters. We're willing to just be the thugs, you know, the the background (laughs) characters and everybody wants to get their picture fighting Death Eaters. So everybody's coming to us going, can I get my picture taken with you? Sure. So they're out with taking, they got their wands out. We've got our wand. Yeah. We're, we're, we're Voldemort's henchmen. We're, you you know, the dark mark on your arm. I didn't go that far. There were some uh, people who did. I maybe in a year future I may do that. But do uh, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> now it's not going to be a tattoo. I've only got one tattoo, and I'm stopping with one. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and and it's it was fun. It, it's fun to just you know dress up and have a good time. Um, specifically to video gaming, I saw some great video game uh, po- uh, cosplayers. I saw an Illidan that was really good. Had the Ooh. glowing swords of Azanoff. Um, nice and uh, saw saw of all things a pajamather. Yes, I lost my mind. Yes, he was coming. Unfortunately, he was coming through the bridge. They have sky bridges that connect all the hotels, and there's a strict "do not stop to take pictures" in the bridges no. rule because it will just cause it will cause a pileup if you stop moving. Sure. There's constant constant and i saw him coming i could not get my camera out fast Aww. enough but i'm like i just screamed put he's like <laughs> you know you know and, and it was perfect I mean, it was a life-size pajama and it looked very good and he had a buddy behind him holding the tail i had a buddy behind him holding the tail so he could oh, make nice. it too. um I, I do believe i saw a photo on on uh twitter okay of that pajama there 
yeah, it was. I, I that was awesome to see. Uh, I saw a Dragon Zord from, oh, nice. from Power Rangers that was pretty well done. That's amazing. Um, uh, I, I saw a white, the White Queen from uh, uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe from the end battle scene. Ooh. That was spot on. Like even the woman even looked like her, oh. and it was just like I'm like, and her. She had made a chainmail dress that I think they said had twenty thousand rings in it. Holy crap! Good lord! Yeah, like you know, it, it just looked amazing. So I mean, I love that people go to that level of artwork in these things. And then on the other hand, you got people who just come up with the goofy stuff. Um, that that like uh, in years past, I've seen people doing weekend in Bernie's where Bernie's just leaning in the corner, you know, dead. Um, there's, there's, there's a dime a dozen Batmans. There was way too many Deadpools this year. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Uh, as I, I was, I guested on, uh, CJ boats, um, geek IO podcast while I was there. And the line I said was, you cannot swing a Harley Quinn without hitting a Deadpool here. Because it's like, that's everything. <laughs> yeah. Harleys and Deadpools, as far as the eye can yeah. see. And everywhere. it's only going to get worse, too. It is oh, Both of those are only going to get worse next year. Um, so, But uh, uh, my friend Ryan did the um, mild-mannered Clark Kent costume. He had a suit with his shirt partially askew with his Superman showing, symbol nice. showing, and his cape poking out the back. Um, he wanted to burn... Uh, infrared laser uh, holes in the eyeglasses, but didn't have time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just a great a great weekend. Um, oh 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 oh! Another fun thing they always do. Um, are you all Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans? Yeah, kind of. Uh, do you remember the Once More with Feeling episode, the musical? Yes. They do it like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. What? So you go into this room with like a couple hundred people. And there's people on stage acting it out while it plays. People are singing along. People are throwing things like, it must have been the bunnies. And people are throwing stuffed animals everywhere. <laughs> That's excellent. Um, um, there's the, the, the line where Sarah Michelle Geller says, what would I do without you? And someone says, probably two Scooby-Doo movies. So it's, <laughs> people are, I mean, they really treat it like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And it's just like, it's cool. It, it, it totally changes the dynamic of something you have watched at home a dozen times. Yeah. But you're watching with other people that love it, and you're you're having that extra bit of fun with uh. it. Um, so yeah, and and the thing is, I didn't even begin to touch on some of the amazing stuff. I, I've been watching other people's news feeds, of things that they saw there, and things that happened that were just crazy that I missed out on. Um, are you two guys Doctor Who fans or no. in any way? Okay, not, no. not particularly. <clears throat> okay, John Barrowman, who plays Captain Jack Harkness, who's also on Torchwood. Um, in his panel, came out in a TARDIS dress and danced around. Wow! And got like a stand, like all kinds of motivation. Oh, like, I oh can my imagine. gosh! Okay, that's that's got people's attention. Yes. Um, <laughs> one of one of the members of the iZombie uh, cast heard that there was a panel discussing that show and skyped in, asked if he could Skype in. So they all of a sudden get this actor from the show that just, Aww. oh, what the heck, let's do a panel. Um, that's so cool. I love when so, actors yeah. go that extra mile for their fans. Oh yes, oh yeah. Um, I mean, you, you don't always get the A-listers at Dragon Con. You know, th they go to 
San Diego Comic Con because it's all about promoting promoting yeah. what's coming out. But Dragon Con, you get the classics. You get you get Buck Rogers and Aaron Gray. You know, you get nice. uh, you get Lou Ferrigno. You get uh, Nichelle Nichols. You know, Ohura was there. You yeah, get nice. those types of people. So it's just and and you can't beat the camaraderie of just people loving the stuff that each other's loving. Now you get a couple of jerks that do cause problems of once course. in a while, which you'll get anywhere. But for the most part. You know, everybody is loving on everybody. Everybody's like, oh, you love that. I love something different. And that's totally cool. Which, you know, a week after following all the you know, the Kim Davis blow up, I'm like, please, can I be around some people that love each other for just five minutes? Can I, yeah. can I go there? Uh, and it was great. It really was great. Um, that's the great I thing would... about geeky communities. Mm-hmm. All, all of that is celebrated. We all like each other, no matter when what. When we're in person. When we're in person. Online, we're not always <laughs> great. But when we're in person and we have to face each other, we generally have a decent amount of decor. <laughs> now it's time to talk about Heroes of the Storm, because we know you can't stop talking about it either. Okay, so uh, first off in Heroes news, enter Rexar. So Rexar! Rexar. Sorry, I played too much Hearthstone. Rexar. <laughs> Rexar and Misha have entered the Nexus. Um, Rev, have you played Rexar yet? I have only messed around on the Triumph mode. I am very much a free-to-play player uh, for the most part. Um, I have not paid any real money yet in Heroes of the Storm, but I've been in since the Alpha, so I have a lot of the heroes just by <laughs> earning the gold. Um, and it, it seems fun. I, I, uh, he seems fun. But it's like, I I like to get a free week before I purchase. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that the, the dynamics of it are interesting. I just don't know if it's going to be my flavor. You know, I, Fair I, enough. I, I don't know if it's going to be my flavor. But I'm quickly figuring out how to play against them. Because everybody oh. and their brother feels they want to play it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so you're seeing him in every single match. Um so, I mean, my, for me, the key has been uh, just taking Misha out of it. I mean, I, I play a lot of Kale. Kale is my main go-to in, in Heroes League. Uh, light you on fire, watch the, and, and smell the smoke. That's that's my play. Nice. Um, so, tossing Misha up in the air, throwing a living bomb <laughs> on both of them, and just... Because the great thing about Misha is she runs back to Rexar's side. So if yeah, I put perfect. the living bomb on both of them side, and they run together, then they get to share each other's living Ooh, bomb. Sneaky. So, Thanks for bringing that so, home, Misha. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, in, so in terms of exactly how that works, um, just a quick overview of his abilities. Uh, mm-hmm. Rexar has the spirit swoop on Q, which deals, <laughs> deals damage in a line. I love just, that sound effect. He like, throws a bird at you and it's... <laughs> so it deals does he keep bit. him inside his coat like a magician is that That's how he works like he pulls there's, a, there's a bird there's a and bird. is it the same bird. bird or is it a different bird or is he like hatching uh, eggs in his vest and i feel like it should be sitting on his shoulder yeah <laughs> 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 so it deals talking damage. in the gilbert talking in the gilbert godfrey to yago voice oh god yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wonder Rexar, why do you keep throwing me at the wizard? Oh wow, that's spectacular. <laughs> oh, that was Used uncanny. to do it for a living, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Spirit Swoop is a, a straight line skill shot. It slows for two seconds, deal a little bit of damage. And then on the W, there's a Misha Charge, which is uh, which sends Misha straight Make forward. Fair go. 
Yes, the make bear go now. Yes. Make bear go now. <laughs> um, and that's that's her stun. So she does a, a, a line uh, and deals 30 damage and stuns enemies for 1.25 seconds. I'm I'm betting, uh, because I haven't played against them very much yet, so I'm, I'm betting that it will stun people in a line, everybody she hits. I, I will... I, I am guessing this was part of what happened to me on the first day that I played against Rexars. I got, I didn't, I've got to be better about watching the comp I'm going up against. And it had a Rexar. It had, um, uh, uh, oh shoot, Uther. And they actually had the double tag with Muradin. So it was stuns a (laughs) go-go. Just like, (laughs) I'm just going to stay here and die because there's no point clicking anything. Um, <laughs> and it was just like, just stun, 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 stun. Well, that's fine. Complete lockdown. Um, but yeah, I I couldn't tell you to what to how many things Misha can stun. Uh, I, I could search. Uh, but uh, but it, it's effective. It is effective. Sure, yeah. So. And, uh, and we're not going to go into talents on this uh in this coverage, but I did see that there are ways to buff that further as well. So, um, seems very promising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then her E is mend pet. So, um, Rexar basically does a heal over time, just heal like in Warcraft. Yep. Yeah. Heal the, bear. the one thing I've noticed with the, the pet, and I don't know if, if this is intended or just the pet has that big of a health pool, but I was healing and I can't remember which, character I was if I was more uh, Malfurion or if I was Uther. But I threw a healer, a heal on Misha and it didn't look like it did that much. And I don't know if that's just because Misha's health pool, like I said, is that much bigger or if the, the heals aren't as effective, but or how the, 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 the health pool is split between the two of them. I don't know if there's any sharing there, but it was just kind of, I was kind of surprised how little it seemed that I, my heal did to Misha. So sure. Gotcha. I don't know. I, I, I have to do more experimenting with more of them on my team, but gotcha. I, I do not believe there's any shared health pool. Um, but I do understand, as I understand it, she has nearly as much health as Rexar wow. himself. Mm, okay. So she's, she is a, a bear through and through strong bear, strong bear is strong. <laughs> Uh, and then, so, Rexar's heroic abilities, then, are Unleash the Boars. Okay, can I just say, I, I've only played Rexar in the, the Try the Character, and it says, Unleash the Boars, and I was expecting, like, this herd of boars. But there's only one pig! It's just one pig! Did you get only one pig? I I think if you go further, there's more. More because, or, or maybe it's a boar, it, it may be a boar per hero. Because oh. when I was I was playing against one earlier today in two of the Spider Queen, <laughs> and he set off the Unleash the Boars, and we all ran in different directions, and there was a boar chasing each and every one of us. <laughs> and it was just, I'm like, I'm like, all this needs is the. <laughs> um, but uh, did you just do yakety sacks really quick? I, that's exactly what I did. Yes, I did a little yakety sacks there. It's the only thing it needed, and speed it up just slightly. Um, but I, I don't know if that's if that's by design that you only get one a hero, or just they all come out. Maybe it's a twenty talent. I can't remember what level we were okay. at that time. I just. That so. was my thing. I was expecting lots of pigs, and there was just one. And I kept. She was very disappointed. Was like, Here's my pigs. Fist, Fist is very upset with the amount of boars here. Yeah. I, she expected more boars. 
It's true. She uh, she plays a mage now, which is well documented on this podcast. But she did main a hunter. A shitty was, hunter. When she was. <laughs> her spec was they're shitty all, hunter. They're all yeah. that. BM <laughs> bowel movement hunter. <laughs> so when she when she saw a herd of boars plural, she was re- very disappointed yes. that in try mode only one goes after the one Arthas enemy. And yes. <laughs> M- much like a hot dog, not as much pork as you would think there would be. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well put. <laughs> that is the first time I think porking has ever been referred to on this show in its in, literal in that sense. type of yeah. in that type of accent. <laughs> well, we we'll, have the, we'll have the after show, and that'll be an entirely different ballgame. <laughs> wieners. So the uh, so the boars. Uh, we we did mention that they, the boars do appear. That there is sometimes one, sometimes <laughs> there are many. Uh, what they actually do is they track down all enemy heroes in a direction and deal a small amount of damage, revealing and slowing enemies by forty percent for five seconds. Which is a lot of a lot of slowing for a lot of time. That yeah, really is. You know? Yeah, that's Except- that's. That's right up there with the water elemental thing that drives me, you know, bananas. Good lord, that's annoying. Yes, that that's that's a bit much. <laughs> it's it's a little bit like uh, so it's a little bit like an AOE version of that, but probably with less damage. True, and, and hitting multiple targets. So, right. Yeah, that. Oh gosh, can you imagine? That? Oh, uh, see, this <laughs> is when I like to think up the combo wombo with this. Toss that, and then chuck on a gravity bomb with. Uh, would be a uh, maybe would be another nasty thing on top Pre- of it. A precision strike. Um, oh yeah, precision strike and maybe <laughs> a little bit of lightning breath. You know, just make it make it all go. Yeah, that, would, that would be bad. You're giving people bad ideas. <laughs> oh, it's good. There's nothing like landing a combo wombo, especially if you're uh, a pickup game with people you don't know, and it just kind of magically happens. So. <laughs> well, that actually works out. It does. I, I have to. I was playing once in a uh, in a game where I was playing Diablo. It was it was a hero a hero league. I picked Diablo and got crap for it. Um Agaslo got picked and got crap for it. So we we're both the redheaded stepchildren of this con. <laughs> Everybody hates us already for what we chose. And then we get into a team fight right as 10 crests and I see the gravo bomb go out. And I point at it and hit the lightning breath. Nice. And they all just go zoop, and I cook them all, and we wipe the entire team out. <laughs> oh my god! And Who's I just kind of look at the Gaz. I, 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 I just look. At, I just said, "Good job, Gaz." He said, "Good job, Diablo." <laughs> we went about our business. Like, we got this. We got this. You know. Any, any, yeah. There are those picks that when they are so far outside the meta, everybody loses their mind. But for the most part, if someone can play it well, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with whatever Absolutely. you want to play, long as you play it well and know how to work as a team member. Yeah, now, that's, a, it, that's the point of Heroes, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, gosh. I, there are so many games I lose that are blatantly because of teamwork. Yeah. Entirely because of teamwork. I lost a game earlier tonight. We had the top healing. We had the top XP comp. Uh, we had the top hero damage. We just couldn't get on the same page for nothing. That's really Nobody rough. would follow. No one would follow any of the dings. People were wandering off, trying to be Rambo by themselves, <laughs> and just you know, people chasing way too far away. You know, gosh, ch- chasers drive me crazy. Ugh. They just got to have that kill. They got to have that kill, and they walk into four people waiting on them, and oh, yep. I don't know what happened. You um, got the kill, except it was your own death. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Those are those- hey guys, the heels are over here. <laughs> 
those are those guys in in uh, in WoW who who top the charts for DPS, but it's only because they've gone off and pulled shit on their own or they, oh, hitting something. Gosh, yeah, yes. it's yes. like oh, I'm the best DPS. It's like, do you really think that you're right. the best? Yeah, because I don't know. Because <laughs> you did yeah. you did stand in everything so you could continue that. Yeah. PP. Yes. That's those guys. The, the healers are out of mana and the tank is dead, but good on you. <laughs> yeah, good job. We won't good kick job. you. You're top deeps. Yes, good job. So, uh, in other news, the other heroic ability for Rexar is the Bestial Wrath, which increases Misha's basic attack damage by 150% for 12 seconds. Which, I mean, Misha hits hard already. You mm-hmm. know, so I that, I mean, and I would love to see how that stacks with something else, you know. Put sure. that, throw an inspire on top of that, oh, throw yeah. um throw a bloodlust on top of that, yeah. throw well, Abathur yeah. on top of that. It's already a, like a mini bloodlust of her own, so that makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, all of those things together, yeah. That could work well. I, I mean, for me, it always feels like there's a heroic that works better without communication and one that works better with communication. Yeah, you know, it seems makes like sense. there's one that if if you're if you can coordinate well. This is the direction you want to go, and I think Bestial Wrath would work better in a concerted, you know, cons- you know, effort with somebody else to like. Let's. Let, that's a good combo wombo. More than, well, I don't know. Elixir Morse probably is the better combo wombo. Now that I think about it, I was surprised if that's part of the developing process, just oh, yeah. so that I mean, because they know so many people solo queue, and obviously, actually, that that kind of leads right next into our next point here: ranked play. So the update to ranked play is that now one to two players may only queue together at maximum. Uh, in Hero League. And I play a lot of Hero League, and I can say I noticed the difference. Better or worse? Better. better. Oh, excellent. I I do not see the Steam rolls like I was, which were like obviously four people were on a mic together, or three people were on a mic together, and the other team was just random people thrown together. I'm not seeing those. It seems much more even to me. Um, Just nobody's coordinating. Uh, (laughs) Even (laughs) now. Um, but yeah, I, I, I and, and granted, that's just completely anecdotal what I've seen. I can't, I, I know number, I have no numbers on this. I can just say what I've seen playing. It feels like, you know, the level of coordination between the two teams is fairly balanced. And yeah, that's just by what I've seen. Okay. Uh, and then also, uh, the player reporting update in the latest patch with, uh, with Rexar was also that the, uh, did you did you get a chance to look at that rev? I did. Oh yes, and I I think this is beautiful. I think this is beautiful. I one of the main reasons I started the whole realize Rothian heroes thing is I hate toxicity. I really can't stand toxicity in the gaming community. It drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people being cruel just for the sake of being cruel has no place in a thing that's supposed to be fun. Um. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend and the pastor can't lie. Pastor can get salty. <laughs> I can get salty, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Um, but there's no point in being just abusive to somebody. Absolutely. There's no point in being belittling. There's no point about being, you know, saying something that is serving no purpose but to make you feel superior to somebody else. There's there's no it doesn't help anybody. So, you know, I I think that this is perfect. Because it, you know, everybody's like, oh, you banned me, you banned me. You know, that, that, that's not, ba- that should not be bannable. Okay, well, you can still play the game, but we're not going to put up with your your crap. 
You know, yeah. we're not. We, we we do not have to watch you. We do not have to read what you say. We do not have to put up with that. Uh, just play along. Um, I think that this is probably one of the better ways to deal with the toxicity that I've seen Blizzard come up with in a long time. Absolutely, we agree. I do. I also love the the measure of semi public shaming involved. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, honestly, it'll I think be that, on their face. It'll be on their right. profile. Yes. The, not only do they get kicked from the client when this is inst- uh, instituted on their account, but mm-hmm. they also come back in. They're given a note about how they've been naughty, and then they've got a nice little icon, which I can't wait to see actually, uh, on their on their profile that just announces to everybody that they won't be in touch because they have a potty mouth. See, here's the thing that I'm wondering. Is can they still read the allied chat, but they can't participate in it? I would think so. Because, it, it, but can, can can you imagine the discussing of the elephant in the room and having to watch it happen? <laughs> wow, what do you think this person did to get silenced? I don't know, man. <laughs> He's probably a dick. Yeah. Well, no, you don't want to say anything that would get you in trouble. So you'd be like, you just be like, wow. I wonder what they wish they could say to us right now. <laughs> it's really twisted, <laughs> you know. Uh, 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 just to make it make it really uncomfortable, but you know the other thing I didn't I didn't think of, and I heard um, on the end of the Nexus they were discussing this. Uh, I hadn't thought about how far the exponential building of the penalty could go. Absolutely, I love that because it, it literally doubles. So it's kind of like that old the old proverb they talked about about the guy who said, "What will you pay me? Simply pay me in one penny on the chessboard and double it each box across." And you're like, "Oh, sure." And then it builds up to, you know, the millions of dollars. And it's like, <laughs> "Okay, you could conceivably be banned for 30 years <laughs> if you screw up enough times." I think at that point you would nuke your account and start over. Definitely. We know somebody's going to try to do that. Oh, yeah. There'll be someone. Oh, yeah. As Alfred said, some people do just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> uh, you know, and and there are some people who are completely toxic. Know yeah. that it's going to come down on them. Knowing, I mean, or I also think there are some people that don't think it's going to happen. You know, like they'll just deny it. But replays work for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I played with a, a, a Zeratul who was abusive to everybody. And then decided that he was going to start feeding. And so he started just running into stuff and feeding and running into stuff and feeding. So we told him to stop doing that. And we, we, what, we, what we did was we actually tried to go and protect him and keep him from being killed. <laughs> God. And, and so what he did was he void prisoned us so he could get killed. Wow. And I mean, when you throw the void prison on your own teammate, like, okay, you're a different level of dick. <laughs> like, I don't even Seriously. know how to deal with you now. Um, but yeah, we all reported him. I mean, I, did he get banned? I don't know. Did he get a penalty? I don't know. But I think that this silence penalty, especially for the abusive chat, will go a long way. Absolutely. It's spectacular. Way. They're really, really good strides, especially because, um, you know, people coming from other games, there, there are simply differences in culture mm-hmm. and some of those um some of the cultures from other games this is my own personal experience from um league of legends in particular uh, a limited experience um but i did not get into that game specifically um because i was i wasn't able to be in there long enough to actually find out if i liked the game that much because the toxicity was so incredibly high you, you, to, to steal a phrase from my line of work, you are preaching to the choir, my son. I, <laughs> same thing. Exactly the same thing. I tried League of Legends for probably three weeks. And just, 
you know, if I make one mistake and everybody jumps down, like, well, that cost us the game. I'm like, really? It's that. And it just, you know, it, 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 I couldn't get into it. And I have friends who are way deep into it and love it. I have a parishioner that it's the only game he plays, you know, and he's like, sure. and he's talking about it. And, and the other thing is, and maybe I have really rose colored glasses for heroes because I've been in since the alpha. You know, I, I was there in the early days where it's like, there's only 3,000 people playing this game. So if you really say something stupid, they will find you pretty fast. <laughs> you know, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, w- w- someone throws something at the teacher in the classroom. There's a limited amount of suspects you have to go through <laughs> to figure you... out who did it. Are you saying, Rev, that perhaps you remembered it better? Yes, I do. I do. Well, yes. Okay. You throw my nostalgia in my face. Yeah, that, <laughs> but that, but I also remember a lot of things that were wrong with it, too. Like a lot, a lot of issues that they have improved. But as far as the population, um, I have seen the toxicity level go up oh, once it went into beta. And then once it went into open, um, I saw a lot of a lot more of the noob calling. I saw a lot more of the just, you know, you suck. You know, Kale's losing this for us. Uh, GG, you know, you made the awful pick. You know, just, it's one thing to say, hey, have you considered blank? <laughs> but when you're, consi- but when you say, have you considered uninstalling the game? That's going too far. <laughs> That's going too far. Yeah, I love, I love that my favorite retort to any, anything that's very clearly rooted in League of Legends is uh, League of Legends player confirmed? Yes, Le- I call them League of Laners. Is what I call. Them. <laughs> yes, I had Cause... an Asmodan who was insisting on doing exactly that, yeah. and just constantly telling everybody else how bad they were. Um, and then when we, we we nearly won the game, um, and I it's it's one of those positions where you can't tell necessarily if you would have uh, because you know you, you can't replay it from all you know multiple angles. But it was one of those situations where we dove the core and had the opportunity to win had he been playing with the team that would have yeah. happened. Yeah. At least oh, it seems like always, happened, yeah. those always bother me so much that if, if we had just been playing as a team, we would have won. Right. Cause right. I've seen those. Right. When, if playing as a team, we came back to win because we came, we buckled down, we played as a team and we pushed all the way through. I've come back from a 2% core and won because yep. we got serious about it. You know, but you know, if someone wants to go off and do their own thing and think that they're all that, you know, then it's only so much you can do. Yeah, and I, just... I, I almost hate when we win in spite of those players because then right. just <laughs> see, look at what my play worked. Like, no, yep. You didn't. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's no button for one in spite of, but it's yes. why, it's one of those things where it's it's great to see that that Blizzard is they constantly have their ear to the community. They they're constantly making tweaks and changes and trying things out to see how they can improve things. They're constantly looking at something like a MOBA model and looking mm-hmm. at how to improve on that model and how to identify very specific shortcomings of the model and work to avoid them. Well, a Blizzard's all, whole thing is about, you know, a community that enjoys the experience. Yep. You know, they're not looking, to, especially a game like this that relies on you paying money over time because you want the goofy stuff. You know, absolutely. You can. I've played this game completely for free so far. I've looked at a couple of skins and thought about dropping some money, and I've thought a couple times about picking up some characters, and I probably will eventually to sort the game that I do enjoy. But it's not a pay me your twenty bucks, buy your game, and go away mentality. 
yeah. you know, like right. like some companies. Blizzard has always been about the player experience. So, you know, they, they're they're going to want to make certain that they keep tweaking and keep working. And they're always going to be tweaking them. Well, they always working. do. They always yep. learn from their mistakes, and they're always willing to admit them when they make them, too. Yep. I really wish they left Hammer the way she was back in the Alpha, though. <laughs> <laughs> I miss my old Hammer so bad. The big, fat OP button? The big, fat OP... Well, just the... The the moving at seven and then then getting the extended ring on top of it at, at sixteen just made you just a moving ball of death. And Good I lord, it was yeah, it was op. It was way op. I will not even pretend it wasn't. I can't. Yeah, I, I kind of miss it. I kind of miss it. <laughs> I was still so new at the time, and I was also an alpha, but I, I was still so new that I I couldn't tell you how many times I died to a hammer that I never even saw. <laughs> Mm. because I didn't even know that that's where the death came from. <laughs> well, I, I, I've noticed a lot of people are not adjusting to the fact that Hammer is back. Right. And Hammer is pretty solid again. Oh, yes. And, if, and people are ignoring her at their peril. And that that game that I said today, where, where, that I mentioned earlier, that we just couldn't get on the same page, part of the right. big thing was I kept saying, we have to kill Hammer. And they would just wander around, la di da, in her firing arc and getting blown up. Like, what's happening? It's like, it's not because you had bad chicken for lunch. It's because there's a tank in the bushes <laughs> shooting us. Go kill that tank. <laughs> That's so frustrating. Yeah. But um, speaking of uh, hero changes, there was a, a slight adjustment to Kael'thas. Do you want to? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to fuck it because Kale's my guy. Kale's my guy. Right. Got, Absolutely. Yeah, over 120 games in in him. Uh, I think uh, and in Hero League I played that many with him. Um, Living Bomb uh, got a change because I think largely because a video that went on Reddit. If did you all see the video? How to one shot with Kale? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the sneaky little trick. Which, uh, yeah. Which I enjoyed for a few days before they nerfed this. <laughs> I had done it by accident a few times and not realized what I had done. It was really effective when you're pressing the core and everybody was bunched together. Absolutely, and, and you, then all the all the minions are popping all up. All the right minions explode and everything goes up <laughs> in a beautiful pyrotechnic display. But that was a bit OP. So they have now limited Living Bomb. The explosion, uh, which you take at the level 13 talent, which makes the Living Bomb move about when it explodes will now only apply Living Bomb to the three closest enemies enemies. enemies that are not already under its effects, and it will give preference to heroes. Uh So, oh, it's still powerful. Still works very well. I have really not seen that much difference. Yes, that one-shot trick doesn't work, but, and this this was kind of the, the benefit of even the last time they changed Kale, when they took away the Ignite talent. People ignored it and thought, Kale got nerfed. It's no big deal. I'm like, I will still burn your ass. Come on. (laughs) Um, Because the truth was, even when the Ignite talent was was the big thing, I was already playing with a spec. uh, Because what most people were doing was they would spec to make the Flame Strike further away and then just apply the Living Bomb was already playing with the instead i was doing the living bomb spreads and then i would add on the flame strike and i would go in and i would throw a living bomb and throw the flame strike to get as many living bombs on everybody else so i was already playing in a style that fit when they made the last change 
So it really wasn't that big of a changeup for me. I was already playing a, a living bomb spread. Um, and then when they did this, people are still staying grouped up. They retreat together. And I love when they're willing to share the bomb with each other. <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. I had one game where I, when it was, we were wrapping it up and we got to the GGs and I actually said in my allied chat, I said, the real MVP for us is Butcher because he has carried that living bomb into that group at least 10 times. <laughs> you know, and just, you know, it, once it gets spreading around, even though it's only three targets now, that's still three heroes on fire that are going to explode. Um, and sure. yeah, it's still very effective. It, it I mean, may not be the beautiful, wonderful, overpowered thing it was before, <laughs> But it is still effective, at least for me. I'm still having great success. With it. I'm still usually the top hero damage uh, on my board. So nice. It seems like uh, there's a bit of a nerf as far as the the three closest enemies that are not already under its effects. So you're not going to get that that insta yeah. burst. Yeah, but but you know it's still you know where I've always gotten my most most of my damage and most of my kills is that person that runs back behind the fence with it. And blows up with yep. and spreads it to people I don't even see. I love to just see the the the, the uh, keep ignite <laughs> from the other side of the fans. Like, oh, thank you, You're very welcome. Thank you for doing that. Really appreciate that. Yeah, you can always you can always tell the uh, newer <laughs> players by the ones who just run it right back into you, and you're like, really, thanks. thanks <laughs> get, get away, get away, get away, get away. <laughs> or or when you're low on health, running away, and they run right alongside you. Yes. Yeah. And, and don't understand where you're trying to make some distance. Like, no, no, no. What? What's going on? What? Are we going over here now? <laughs> Boom. Okay, bye. Are we still friends? <laughs> no. No, we are not. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, so we had uh, a bug fix, pun intended, for Abathur, uh, where his toxic nests will no longer provide larger than intended areas of vision. Oh, that's a little... That's a little disappointing, but I guess yeah. it was larger than intended, so it's obviously still providing vision, but I guess that was just a little OP yeah. on uh, map awareness, so. I haven't, I haven't, I've played Abathur free to get him to five. I have not picked him up permanently just because uh, I, I, I you know, he, he, he's fun for me, but I don't play him well enough to get past people's uh, groan when they see I pick him. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, you, Abathur is one of those two characters that you got to play so well for people to be okay with you playing them. That yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not at that level for Abathur. I'm not. Oh, he was my first hero that I purchased. Oh, so are you, are you still a regular Abathur player? No, not really, because I, I I purchased him in the beginning because I loved the idea of the playstyle, the mm -hmm. behind the scenes puppet master type thing. Um, you know, kind of controlling the strings and, and the map. And I knew full well at the time that I had no business playing him, but I wanted to do so in um, AI matches and, and kind of, you know, work on it. Uh, but I knew that I would not be able to really jump in until I had a full grasp of all the heroes. Um, and unfortunately, yes. don't have enough playtime to keep up with all the new <laughs> heroes that they keep adding. So yeah. I've still not really reached there well enough to feel uh, comfortable competitively so i just play him for fun uh, but i'm a were huge you, fan were you were, did you have him at the stage where they still allowed you to do the heroics as well when you um cloned somebody when i first got him yes yes the double odin that was, was a thing of beauty <laughs> oh no no we can't allow this we have to stop this <laughs> Uh, and then finally, I just wanted to mention the weekly sale. We don't usually talk about the weekly sale no. on uh, this show at all. Um, 
But this week, they do have our Lord and Savior, Rhaegar. <laughs> and I, you know, I, 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 am a, I am a member of the Church of Rhaegar. Uh, I am a disciple. Um, and they've also offered, um, not only is Rhaegar on sale for $4.24, uh, but the Iron Claw Rhaegar skin is uh, $3.74. Uh, both are a steal um, if you are a fan of the hero at all. Um, honestly, if you're not a fan of the hero, definitely give him a shot. Uh, I hated him at first. When I first played him and I leveled him to five, uh, I was just kind of eh on him. Eh. Uh, but the more I played him, the more I've fallen in love, and he is by far my favorite support. He's one of my, he, for me, he's the most exciting of the supports to play. I, I, I feel my heart rate pick up when I'm playing him Absolutely. because he's he's in the thick of it. And man, when you land an ancestral healing just right, you just feel like you've just you feel like you're on top of the world. Absolutely. <laughs> I saved you. You are still playing because of me. And everybody knows it on both sides. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yes. I hate that Rhaegar. <laughs> we just poured all of our abilities and a couple heroics into blowing this one character up. Oh, oops. That hero is now back at full health. Full life. Yeah, the 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 um, what's it? Palm? What's the palm spell for the monks? That's quickly having the same feeling for me. Is it divine palm? Divine palm, divine palm. Yes, I ha- I have the monk. I'm just starting to get used to him. And same. I I do not feel qualified to to throw the palm around yet. I'm still same. until the seventh <laughs> strike. Uh, but yeah, when that thing lands, it's like it's 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 kind of like everybody's like, no no no, don't touch him, don't touch him, don't touch him. Oh, heck. <laughs> Uh, okay. We'll, we'll kill them again, I guess. Right. Well, and finally, we've got the Lunar Tiger mount for $5. Yeah. It's a nice mount. Uh, if you've got it it, five bucks, do it up. I lo- especially love the, uh, the white skin. But, uh... Yeah, I guess, I guess that's, that's it. Um, okay. Rev, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I'm happy to do it. We've been really huge fans of yours for a really long time. Very long time. Um, and we really Aww. appreciate you taking the time. On your Friday night to join us here, <laughs> you are you are certainly welcome. You're so I, I love to talk with people who are passionate about podcasting and games as much as anything else. And by golly, we did both. So yeah, you know, I'm, love I'm fine to do that. I'm fine to do that. Uh, and and like I like I, I said before we started recording, any podcast that I do not have to edit when we're done, I'm all for. It. <laughs> you know, come on, talk for a while, have a little, have a few laughs, and I'm like, I'm done with this. I'll wait till it shows up in my feed. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, Rev, very much. Um, and why don't you just take a quick moment and tell our friends uh, how they can find you, your show, uh, anything else that you're up to online, or and any shout-outs you might have. Well, the, the easiest thing to do to find us is at iribetter.com. That's the uh, the home for I Remembered It Better. If you uh, go to the Google, uh, the Google, if you go to the uh, iTunes store and search for I Remembered, there's only like two or three things that pop up, and we are one of them, so that, that makes things easy. Um, but yeah, just come check us out, and uh, we are, my goodness, our next episode will be our After Dragon Con debriefing, where you know, we'll talk about, basically make Jules jealous of all the things she didn't get to come and do. Nice. <laughs> uh, and uh, catch up on things as we uh, get closer to um, you know, a, a lot of... Star Wars is coming, and I, yeah. I'm still, I'm still trying to be so cautiously optimistic. I, uh, I was at the store the other day and just did my best not to go down the toy aisle. I'm trying to keep from being <laughs> spoiled, but I gotta say, have you seen the have you seen the drone? 
Have you seen the Millennium Falcon drone? Yeah. Oh, I want one. You're gonna, so you're gonna bad. have it. <laughs> oh, I want one so bad. Oh, but uh, along with all the other geeky stuff, I'm trying. I want right now that I'm trying to get to. <laughs> uh, I, I have four items on Amazon that I'm waiting to arrive, and every day is like this. Are, are any of them here? No. Oh, <gasps> oh, the agony. I came home the other day so excited. There was a box in the front porch. No, it was our subscription to uh, diapers that showed up, and that yeah. was kind of no, disappointing. No, that's like no, not the right thing. Come on, give me one of the fun things I'm waiting on, please. <laughs> no. But that's that's the main the main thing that 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 really uh, I pour so much of uh, the the energies into right now is I remembered it better. We're over a hundred episodes now. We were a finalist for the Parsecs. It was nice. It was wonderful to be a finalist. To be you know in that in that group of people and and to have just to have you know. Uh, my name, uh, the name of our show, read by uh, Brian Richardson, who uh, is a good friend of mine, who I know through Dragon Con TV. Um, which is another funny thing. If you just want to have some some fun, do a search for Dragon Con TV. It's all like sketch parody stuff of geek culture, and what they do is they play it in between the panels. Neat. Uh, so while you're waiting, it's up on the TV. It's also piped through all the hotels. So it's just kind of a little fun sketches and stuff. And oh, I've wow. done a few sketches with him too. So uh, he was the one who, who read it. So it was nice just to hear our show read by him and, and Veronica Belmont and Tom Merritt uh, were the, the, um, were the hosts for the over oh, the, the rest nice. of the show. But uh, so it was, it was nice to be in that company and in those people. And I'm just, we'll try again next year. We'll see what happens next year. Well, I'm, well, not, I'm not giving up. <laughs> You've got it next year. I can feel it. Congratulations right, we'll, on the finalists. Yeah. We will buckle down really hard and we're going to play with heart and soul. And we're actually going <laughs> to play heart and soul. Boom, ba-do, da, boom, ba-do, ba-do, all that. <laughs> and it'll all work out just fine. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it better too. Remembered harder. Remembered harder. <laughs> <laughs> There, there's those times where the joke is right there that I could go for, and I just step away from it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember to step away from that. Don't leave it there. Yeah, we just left the door open there yeah. just to let yeah. you, <laughs> just to leave that air, <laughs> let you step through or turn away. Rev, thanks again so much. We really yeah. appreciate it. You are so welcome. Hey, guys, good luck to you, and we'll see you when you reach 100. All right. All right. And in the meantime, <laughs> we'll see you in the Nexus. And we'll see you in the future. In the past. <laughs> yes. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. So in Wow News, as opposed to Heroes Man, <laughs> Wow News, the Battle.net mobile authenticator app has been updated for iOS and Android. Apparently, it's faster and easier and easier to use. Which is the same thing. Very redundant right. of me to say. Uh, it's free unless you want a physical authenticator. Authenticator? Authenticator. Un- authenticator. Which can be purchased. Pur- purchased. You know, I'm just botching this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it can be per- You can buy it at the Blizzard Gear store. Nicely done. So if you want to hold it in your hand and pay money for it, right. you can go ahead and do that. Put Otherwise, that little, little keychain there. Yeah. Little, uh, Maybe keep it right there next to your computer. Little pocket. Don't lose it now. Don't lose it. Because that fuck you up. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I'm just going to log in because I have to be on for raid in like five seconds. Pro tip, if you do have an authenticator, uh, whether it's the app or a physical one, 
definitely write down the background information. There's yeah. there's a specific information that sets that apart as yours. I forget what it's called. There's a certain code. Um, the that bro you, code? That you write down somewhere else. So if you have the app on your phone, write this code down not on your phone. This way, in case you lose your phone, you can yeah. call in and verify that it's you. And Put it on a, write it down on a piece of paper with a pencil and right. stick that piece of paper in your freezer because you'll never forget that you put it there because oh, why I, would you put it there? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I just thought of that. Hmm. Nicely done. Thank you. So, uh, um, um, oh, the BG Boner event is on now. The BG Boner event? Uh, the BG bonus event, as in <laughs> Battlegrounds. <laughs> Nothing BG about Battlegrounds. Uh. Well... No, there isn't. Um, it's happening right now, uh, till the end of the day on Monday. So if this podcast is coming out on Monday, you have a few hours mm-hmm. to uh, to get some uh, to get some uh, run home from school or work and get some killing in. Yeah. So make sure you've grabbed your quest outside your garrison, right next to the garrison resources. Yes. Don't be like me and go off and do <laughs> things that are related to the weekend events and not like have had picked up your goddamn fucking stupid ass fucking quest right outside your garrison. <laughs> it's only right outside your garrison, folks. It's right outside your garrison. Like the road was done? Yeah. But we're not we're, we're not at that segment yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Shit. Right. So grab your quest and that will reward you with 500 conquest points above your maximum if you win four battlegrounds. So only four, not yeah. five, just four. Yeah. Um, and while the event is live, you will also receive a constant plus 200% boost to your honor gains from BG objectives and wins. Very nice. And if I have anything to say about it, I always win at BGs. PvP. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some patch point two point. 2.2.2. Isn't that like a 6.2? Just 2.2. 2.2. Hot fixes. Hot fixes. And uh, a handful of hot, hot fixes were made. Um, we'll have the uh, the link to those in the show notes, but here are some highlights. For Archimonde, they've made a number of changes aimed at reducing the difficulty of Archimonde. 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 It's just Archimonde. Archimonde. Um, <laughs> and they've... <laughs> They've reduced the difficulty um, for smaller raid groups on normal and heroic, um, with a focus on the final phase. Um, So these changes are offset by increased scaling with respect to raid size, so that the experience for larger raid groups will mostly be unchanged. Okay, well that's great, because that's where we're at. So basically this is saying it's not going to be quite as rough... For smaller groups. That's fantastic, because we're is great. currently running a... Uh, Only out of 10? A 10-man. 10-11-man. Okay, well, uh, it'll be interesting to see if our prog on Archimonde improves um, this next week. Yeah, I mean, of course it will. Well, it is prog, right? So yeah. you expect to be improving anyway. But, exactly. You know, perhaps prog at a faster anything. rate. Yeah, we can do it. Of course we can. And we'll put our ass into it, right? <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, some class changes. Just one. Uh, for the Monk Mistweaver, the Healing Sphere no longer has an excessively loud sound effect. Oh, thank God. Can somebody please tell me what that sound effect sounded like? I've never played a Mistweaver. Oh, yeah. oh you don't know? No, tell me. Uh, oh! Oh, oh! Uh, ah! Really? Glue? Uh, ah! How do you do that? It's <laughs> amazing! Now, you know what a big fan of Dave Coulier, you know, I am, so... He has a crush on Dave Coulier. My name is Alanis Morissette. That's not... So for PvP, um, in general, winning an arena skirmish match uh, now awards 40 honor points and 25 conquest points, up from 20 honor points. 
Nice. And uh, as for mercenary mode, not missionary mode, <laughs> it is now only available to level 100 characters. So, um, on the road to BlizzCon. Yeah. Continue. Uh, eight teams have qualified for the WoW Arena Americas Regionals Tourney, and this weekend, September 12th and 13th, three of those teams will advance to the tourney at BlizzCon. Wow. So you can watch the battle live. Um, hopefully you're hearing this in time. Hopefully you're hearing about this in time yeah. to see it live. If not, VODs will be available, uh, and the results will be up by the time this, this podcast is coming yeah. out. We can't so, wait to see yeah. who freaking wins. We wish the competitors all good luck. Oh, yeah. Good luck, everybody. I think it's time for some motherfucking shout-outs! Shout-outs, yay, yay! So we got some shout-outs. We got some shout-outs. First of all, shout-out to our guest, Revan Geek. Remember to check out his show, I Remembered It Better, Better? at iribetter.com. iribetter.com. Thanks again for coming on, Rev. Thank you. Good times, man. Thank you so much. We want to do a shout-out to the Stopcast podcast. On our last episode, we hadn't actually been on their show yet. Right. It was a few hours before that happened. So, uh, just to recap, we got to... Um, guest host uh the last well the latest episode right. of stopcast and uh and mike and jay were awesome they were really sweet they're, they're... such a sweet merry couple <laughs> they're our brand of humor <laughs> they're potty mouths just yeah. like we like if, if you like us you love them yes definitely you will check leave them out. us for them well don't don't do that add them to the mix along with us but their love is quite smothering it's true. Once you get involved with those once, guys. Once they draw you to their bosom, yeah. it is hard to withdraw Very from hard. said bosom. Very hard. Very hard but indeed. Stopcast Podcast, we love you guys. Yeah, thank you again for having us Their latest episode. Um, the one we're on is lovingly titled Chokin' Token. <laughs> and to find out why, you must listen. <laughs> so, get on that. Yes. Uh, also, shout out to Kamikaze Blizz. And the great Follow Friday uh, to other podcasters. You put us in great company with a lot of other great podcasters. We really appreciate that. Um, and you said that we make your daily drive so much better. And we really appreciate that as well. That's what we set out to do Yeah. in making this podcast. We have been taking advantage of podcasts to sort of lighten the mood when you have to get up and you don't want to and have to go to work and you don't want to. Absolutely. You don't want to be awake. You don't want anybody to look at you. You don't want to do anything. <laughs> you don't want to go anywhere. And so you listen to these podcasts and you can kind of just mellow right. out and you get to laugh focus on, the, on something else. Yeah, you get to laugh on the train and be the only one in yeah. on the joke. And Exactly. So when you when you said that, it just it really made our day. Like Comments like that uh, really, really affect this deep down. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Kamikaze Blizz. Uh, also, shout outs to Chief Bulgen. Always a good time, brother. Thanks for yeah. coming into um, the last couple of appearances we've we've come, had on other podcasts. Um, Chief has popped in yeah, on the Twitch channels and yeah, whatnot. Really Thanks, it's Chief. really great to see you, and it's it's really nice to be uh, followed so closely by our own more Yes, Chief. the leader of our of the horde um, is such a great supporter of the community, and we he appreciate is. that. Uh, also, I am Al Altharian. So sorry if we're getting that name wrong. Alithertian? Alithertian? Alitherian? 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 Anyway, thanks. On Twitter, thank you. you you're always retweeting us. You're always favoriting our stuff. We really appreciate that. These things don't go unnoticed. It's true. We appreciate all of you yes. Twitter people. Yeah, we say words, and then you guys sometimes reverberate those 
so that other people can hear about it also. Yeah. And we really very, very much appreciate that. We do. Thank you. Every retweet matters. Uh, Tidget the Gnome. And her pug, Percy. Who is so cute. Thank you for introducing us to him. We are pug owners. Yep. We are of the pug persuasion. Perky pugs. Perky pugs for life. <laughs> thank you for that. Um, also, we'd just like to thank uh, some of our five-star reviews. Yes, on uh, iTunes. Yes. Uh, Multizord from the Lords of the Storm podcast. I see you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. In fact, Multi, you were our first review. So thank you so much, man. <gasps> Way to go. You're number one. You are number one. Multi is number one. Number one. Uh, Shoutouts also to Archives, our good friend and my uh, who's that? Uh, teammate and shot caller and analyst for my Heroes of the Storm your team. Analyst? Seems legit. He's your analyst? That's not what I said. That's what I heard. You always hear what you want to hear. Yes, I do. Uh, Shoutouts to Archives. Shoutouts also to Codex with two X's. Uh, K-O-D-E-X-X. Thank you for the nice review. And Bogbars. Bogbars. Thank you for the very, very well thought out review. Yeah. That made me feel really good as a person, and I'm not being sarcastic. No, not at all. You guys are all really awesome. Thank you, guys, for taking the time to do that. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Yeah, and the two others who rated us but didn't write a review, we can't see your name, so thank you, anonymous people. Yeah. We do appreciate Thanks, that guys. very, very much. Listener feedback time! Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks! All right, we have got quite a week for yeah. listener feedback. Uh, we're going to run through these a little bit quickly because we are running so long this week. Um, so long. And you know how long we like to run. Yeah, so long. In your ear. So, uh, audio submission first from St. Elsewhere once again. Thank you so much for these. Yes, love These it. are awesome. I love these. And roll clip. Roll the clip. So here's my question for you guys this week. We are seeing Illidan come back. And, God, how many other characters, NPCs, whatever, have come back for whatever reason? It's like, I've gone in there and I've killed Illidan God knows how many times so he would drop the glaives. But now, doesn't seem to have mattered that I've killed him because he's coming back. Which makes me wonder, what about Mancrick's wife? And why isn't she coming back? And more importantly... What would happen if Mancrick had remarried and they brought his first wife back? Would these two female orcs have to fight to the death for him? I'd really like to hear what you guys have to say about that. Lotaro Gar. So, uh, San Elsewhere was asking about Mancrick's wife. Uh, and what if Mancrick remarried? Would they fight to the death? Um, the, the new wife and the old wife. Right. And what do you think? Uh, short answer, yes. Long answer, yes, because they're an aggressive race. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I'm not sure I agree, but well, you it mean, would definitely be problematic. Do you think he'd just, like, obtain two wives? And... I, f- I feel like they'd have to go talk to the shamans about how this works. Oh. Because, I mean, isn't the, mar- isn't the marriage ritual rooted in shamanism? I don't know. I'm not sure. Lore-wise, I'd want to do some more research on this, but yes. I, I, would, I would think... I would think there would definitely have to be some decisions made, and they would not be easy ones to no. make. I'm not sure it would come to blows. I think that it would. Yeah, well. I'd fight a bitch. <laughs> um, Saint, Else- Saint Elsewhere also sent us his 30-day WoW challenge. Yes. Complete with screenshots. We really 
really enjoyed reading that. Yeah, man. And uh, thank you for taking the time to do that. Yeah. And um, one of my favorite responses was his um, question, his answer to the question about um, what are the best and worst things about WoW. And one of the worst things he had said was just simply that he can't seem to find um, a guild where the guild leader is both good and nice and also sticks around and keeps playing the game. Yeah. So that has actually led to some conversations between us and he has actually just rolled a new character on Boulderfist US. And as soon as we finish with the recording of this podcast, I'm going to pop online and see if he's there and invite him to the guild. Yeah, so... So welcome to the Blood of the Scry Guild on Boulderfist US, um, St. Elsewhere. This is so exciting! Yeah, Now we're going to be real friends. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so this is kind of special. This next audio submission is from two of our raid members. These little those little babies, these little raidy babies <laughs> that we raid with twice a week, um, every week for six hours. Yes. Um, Captain Xanadu and Understand, they want to kind of introduce themselves and uh, talk about their favorite raid encounters. Yes. So, so roll clip. Roll the clip. Hey guys, it's Captain Xanadu. And Understand. And we were wondering what your all-time favorite raid encounter is. We're also wondering what your favorite raid encounter this tier is. Personally, I'm a big fan of Hellfire Assault. Oh, I like Shadow Lord Iskar. Oh, you're a whore. Dude, it's great, though. You get to, like, bump the chakram around. I hate you. Why? Because Black Hand is the best boss in existence. How many times did you wipe on Black Hand? Okay, that was awesome. <laughs> You guys, I pictured you guys coming out like a WWE match with your, your music to play yourselves in. Oh my my god. god. That was amazing. I'll never stop listening to that. You guys fucking rock. We listen to these guys talk every week. It's just, how jelly is everybody now? Uh, we love you both guys yes. so much. Well done. Uh, in answer to your questions, our all-time favorite raid encounters for Thorn, uh, mine is actually Anixia. Ooh. There's just so much, um, so much memory and nostalgia noob experience tied yeah. up in that yes and tons of nostalgia and and the fact that i still don't have the drops from her means that there's still reason to go back i actually I, have her as a mount so do you now suck my you penis son of a... um my favorite i couldn't really pinpoint my favorite one uh but the first one that popped into my head was the the gary fight the garrosh bringing down garrosh at the end of sue really um just because I hated him so much. So much. I hated him so much. My hatred was real. We have some real pride for the Horde. Yeah, so we do. him giving us a bad name yeah. was something that really I pissed us off. I just wanted to tear a stupid little tiny head off. <laughs> and then I did, kinda. So, yeah. that was... I mean, maybe it wasn't like the most enjoyable fight, or... I loved that fight. I, I mean, it was a great fight. It was great, but it's not... I don't know if I put it at the, like, the top, but, uh, but the reward... Like, beating his ass just yeah. felt so good. Like getting a wolf from it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there a, a title, too? Yes. I think so. But, anyway. Um, and our favorite way to counter this tier... tier this tier... Um, mine would be the Iron Maidens in Blackrock Foundry. Nice. For, for some reason, I know that's a shitty, finicky fight, but I loved it. It just seemed complex to the point where it was enjoyable for me. And engaging, but not too complex to the point where 
I started hating it so much that I started sucking at it. That makes sense. Yeah, well, it's good. Yeah. I, l I love when they you're called to task to take care of important things in a raid encounter. Yeah. And you find yourself adept at doing so and and also still doing good DPS. Exactly. And you, you feel like you've contributed something extra to the fight. Exactly. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, sometimes it's nice to just show up and just just shoot things, just punch things. But Absolutely, that, and, that's and why I rolled And not have to be hassled with the extras, but... Yeah. But uh, as a mage, it's it's hard to, it's hard in any fight with lots of uh, um, moving around. Sure. Uh, it really cuts my DPS. Um, and there is a lot of moving around in that fight, but not as it's it's not as bad and it's easy to um, adapt to like moving over just a little bit so the bomb doesn't get you and then moving over just a little bit so the bomb doesn't get you or whatever so I, I felt like I had lots to do and not to my detriment so I guess that's maybe why nice. I like it so much absolutely and then my favorite raid encounter this tier is actually Zolharak why the fuck <laughs> is that your favorite um, I think it's because we had to prog so hard on it, and because I feel like there's an incredible amount of things to take care of, and I feel very fulfilled in taking care of them successfully. And I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of teamwork involved. It's not one of those fights where only a couple people, where the responsibility kind of rests on only a couple of people. Mm -hmm. Um, like, is it Killrog? Right, Killrog, where you have to, like, there's two different teams that have to go into the visions. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of a lot of responsibility lies on their shoulders, and um, if they're not coming out with a big buff to do a hell of a lot of damage to the boss, then that's a big deal. I mean, everybody has their own responsibilities, and it's very important to get ads down and everything like that in that fight. But, you know, there, there aren't there are very specific me mechanics that only come down to one or two people. Everybody has a very, very important role yeah, in Zulbarak. So. And it's a big fucking mess it with is. a lot of fire yeah. everywhere. And everybody has to do it just kind of kind of just right. I don't feel like it's quite as tight a fight. Uh, Archimon so far feels like it's rough where everything has to be kind of pretty perfect yeah. to get through. And maybe this most recent change will... will maybe, but rightly so, bit. because it's the last boss. Right, yeah. But, I, you know, for all of the frustration involved in Zul'Harak and all the interrupts that are necessary and all the misplaced fire and all that stuff, I actually really like the fight. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your opinion on my opinion. You're welcome. <laughs> hey gang, we need your help. We're tagging this shitbox as a community-focused podcast, but so far it's just been us talking shit. We need you to give us stuff. Delicious content, like questions, topics to cover, content segments, guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shoutouts and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please. Hey, Thist, what are you doing? Oh, hey, Thorn. I am just updating my DBM before I log on to the World of Warcraft. Gee, that looks easy. Yeah, and I'm already done. That's crazy. DBM is so helpful and free. What can I do to support this awesome thing? Well, you can visit the DBM forums on elitistjerks.com or even donate a little cash money. Either way, just keeping your DBM updated helps a bunch. Wow, I can do those things. We all can. And be sure to follow DBM dev MysticalOS on Twitter, at MysticalOS. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, 
search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh. If you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls. Do you need, do you need a safe word? <laughs> rutabaga. There we go. Safe word. safe word is rutabaga. Is this a test? Yeah, it, it looks like it's working, so it's probably working. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, if it looks like it. If it looks like it's working, it's going to be working. It's going to be May. It's going to be May. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know.